Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie User. You guessed it, it's time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. You know what? I can always tell you, best laid plans never seem to work for me. You know, I'm just better at working at spur of the moment things. My best work comes under pressure and my most creative things actually come whenever they strike. And just to lay out and plan out things like a podcast doesn't usually work for me. I was so excited. Yesterday I did a full uh, episode. I was in my kitchen. I was totally doing it up, mixing it up differently. And when I got done, I was like, eh, well, let me just sleep on this one. I'm not sure I really, I felt drawn to this. And sure enough, today I end up getting out and doing something that created a whole new feel in my heart, in my gut, my mind that said, you know what, I need to speak to this today. So I apologize, this is getting out late. It's already Wednesday afternoon, and I always try to get these things out in the morning on Wednesdays, but you know what? A heart wants wants what a heart wants, and this was definitely a need today. This episode, What Is Your Why?, came after I did a big hike with my husband today. He had a little time off between phone calls and work, and we took off. And you know what? I find that my best thinking and where I really find my meaning and my purpose tends to be when I'm broken down and when I have exhausted everything and it lets my guard down. I, I can't I can't overthink things. That was today. Um, for one, you know, for those of you that know me, I'm I live in Arizona. And yes, we are cooling off and it is so much nicer here, but it's still high nineties, low one hundred, <clears throat> which feels great because night times and mornings have been fabulous, like chilly. For us, chili is like 70 right now, 75 in the morning. It feels so cold. And we all know that fall is here and winter's coming. And I cannot wait to put a sweatshirt on. (laughs) Anyway, so today, my husband let me know he was heading out. He was going to do a hike. And I'm like, hey, can I come along? I think I'm going to try it. This is going after the fact that, okay, for those of you who don't know me, I'm an above knee amputee. If you're watching me on YouTube, there's my leg. Um... I have gotten this new um, prosthesis, this new socket. Um, geez, it's been over a month now. But man, when you change your sockets, we get, we have a lot of issues that come with it because we're changing it because our body's changing. The reason I had to change it is because my body shrunk some, some more. Again, even though it's two and a half years out and it just morphs and changes. So you know, you go way back in and I go through the whole process of casting my leg, my residual limb, and then they create a test socket and they do all this wonderful stuff to create a socket made for me. And my prosthes- my prosthetist is, is amazing. Not only does he do amazing work with what I ask him I want it to look like, he puts a lot of heart into um, making the fit 
um, really be functional for the person that he's making them for. And so he knows me well enough to know that I'm constantly on the move, constantly wanting to do stuff. I love to hike. I can't wait for it really to become hiking season because right now it's still, it's still pretty hot to be out hiking. And I'm really not a morning person. And by nighttime, well, it's just not smart to go out at night um, hiking, especially now with this kind of weather. We're noticing a lot of animals are moving around. We had a bobcat at our back door. My dog went absolutely nuts at. And yesterday we stumbled across our first um, snake. Uh, as my son moved back the garbage can, it was coiled up underneath. But it was a good snake, so we're okay. Anywho, today I decided I was going to um, go out and hike for the first time in a couple months. I mean, since our move, I've still kind of been, oof, I've been still trying to recuperate and recover from the move um, as a as an amputee. Yeah, I have two legs and yeah, I work on them really well, but still unpacking boxes and bending over and st- sitting up. I don't get on the ground unboxed, just a little bit harder, but my body took a, a, a big toll on, um, aches and pains when it came to unpacking for a couple weeks and so I really haven't done much then the heat and you know it's just like one thing after another right and you kind of go into your valley like I was gung-ho I was doing activities I was constantly moving feeling great and then it just kind of comes to a halt because life changes and we just got to go with the flow well my socket that I have on now I love it dearly it's beautiful I'm still trying to become friends with it because right now it's creating a burn in my inner thigh. It's just, and it's just ripping away the skin. And I don't know why it is still doing that after a couple weeks, but it still is. And it felt that way before the hike. And I thought, you know what? You know you, just push through. You always push through. That's just how I work. I figured, you know what? It might hurt now, but it'll still hurt later. But this way I can say I got exercise in, I did something good for myself. And I know mentally I will be a little bit stronger for it. And emotionally I'll be in a better frame of mind if I got out and got exercise. So we went. And like I said, um, probably not the smartest time. We went literally midday. I think we jumped on the trail at about 1220, just after lunch. Um, Midday, sun straight up ahead. And I felt like there were um, vultures circling, just waiting for us to to die so that it could uh, feed. And uh, I'll tell you what, it was, um, so to know me is to understand that if my husband wanted to hike between work, I knew he felt he needed it. What I always do is I don't want to be a burden. So I push myself really hard to kind of, keep a pace that works for him not for me but for him and he always makes me go ahead of him because he wants me to be the kind of the pace car but then I never know how fast he needs to go (laughs) and he's so good about it he's like this is fine this is fine and I do go really fast actually I timed myself and it was my fastest one to three mile hike ever and I've been recording all my hikes and I would say I've got I don't know 80 or so hikes, 90, 100 hikes under my belt in the last two and a half years as an amputee. And today was my fastest, which is incredible because that's not how it's been going for my walks lately because it's just been hurting. But 
to tell you that that was easy would be a complete lie. And for those of you that do know me, I really kind of strive to be as transparent as possible. Just because I went out and hiked, just because it was my fastest time and actually it was my longest hike or activity in my new socket, which is almost three miles today, um, doesn't mean that it was easy. And, and by all means, I will shed light on that and why I felt so led to speak about my why today because there's value in that and I think there's value that anybody not just amputees but anybody dealing with life in general that's everybody whether it's good or bad right now we all have a why and um, so today I was hiking as fast as I could down towards a creek alongside the creek and then back started heading back up the problem is I could tell, well, one, I was burning because I was just, um, even though I had salve on my leg, the wound that was inside my socket was, I could feel it. And then you sweat and then the sweat starts to burn. And then you also do some shrinking actually while you're hiking. And so then I was trying to hold my socket on. Um, for those of you who don't understand that, basically our socket fits one way in the morning. And if you're really, really active, Basically, it squeezes out all the fluids that may have accumulated at night or maybe while you're walking, like I'm crutching around in the morning to get my son off to school, my dog fed, and then maybe my hair or makeup done. Not today, obviously. But in um, that whole time, you know, blood and fluids are, you know, gravity is pulling them down into my leg. Well, after you hike, especially in this heat, um, the hiking itself plus the heat totally flushes out fluids and then the next thing you know between the slippery because of sweat and the change in your volume of your leg your socket is a little looser than it was when you first started hiking so you deal with that so then you deal with that plus the burn <laughs> and it was just a cluster for me but I'm the kind of person that loves a hard mental challenge, which tends to also be a very big physical challenge. I like, I like challenges. That's just how I run. And so I thought, okay, you've got to keep going. you got to keep going. I knew he had to be back at a certain time. He was watching his clock. He had a phone call he had to get to, and I didn't want to let him down. And he never puts pressure on me, but I do it. It's all self-inflicted. <laughs> However... The trek back around this big loop had several very large um, hills to climb. And I don't know what I was thinking, but I didn't put my hiking boots on because I was thinking, oh, it'll be a quick one. Yeah, it still was a quick one, but it was really, really tough. And I, the shoes I'm wearing have absolutely zero traction. And out here, everything is gravel. So going uphill and you're, you're trying to step and push through, I was slipping. It was crazy. But I kept pushing, I kept pushing. Then I realized how hard I was breathing. I could feel my body working overtime. I was heating up really bad. I could tell my whole body felt like it was burning in the sun. And my socket was on fire because this plastic, this um, the material they use, it's dark, it's painted dark, and then it's spray painted again, and then it's a dark plastic liner gets so hot and it holds the heat in that there was never a chance for my leg to feel a cool breeze or to cool down nothing it just 
held in the heat and kept cooking my leg. And that was really, really tough on me, um, like more so. And I think more so because it's been a couple weeks since, or a couple months since I've really pushed myself physically. And so you push yourself physically. I was really working hard. Um, it was an aggressive few climbs. The heat was right above us, the sun above us. The heat was high. It was intense. I mean, it was really, really intense. Then if you've listened to any of my other podcasts, I started to implement some of the things that I always tell you guys to do. What is your self-talk? Because I kept thinking, oh my gosh, my leg is burning. My, uh, the, the sore is hurting. Oh my gosh, I'm dying here. And then I was realizing how negative I was becoming. All the while, my husband's trying to distract me. I could tell he's totally trying to distract me. He's trying to talk about something. He goes, hey, how, how are those shoes working? And and, you know, I tried talking and I finally was like, I got to focus. I got to focus because at any given time, I could totally go off into la-la land and trip. I mean, a lot of our rocks, yes, there's pebbles that make you slip, but there's even more so, I call them icebergs because there might be a little tiny rock on the surface of the trail and I've hit those rocks and it doesn't move. I'm the one that moves and I don't move in a good way because like 90% of the rock is actually embedded in the trail and it's not going anywhere. And so I have to constantly remember to step. I, I actually trip up on my good leg a lot because I'm working so hard to get my prosthetic up that by the time I come through with my normal leg, um, it's just so tired it gets lazy. So I was like totally mentally into my game here trying to get my head right because I knew we were getting close, but I knew there was still a couple big climbs. We've done this one before. And I'll tell you what, I thought I was going to die. I'm not kidding. I finally started going, you know what? He's he, If I pass out here because I'm breathing so hard, um, he's not going to make it back for his call. And if he leaves me to run back to his call and get my son to come pick me up because my son had a half a day today, you know, he would never find me and I'd be stuck. So I was like, there's no option. You have to finish this. How do you finish it? You finish it strong. You finish it positive. So then I started talking to myself and it was kind of mumbles under my breath. My husband was like, what? And I'm like, never, just talking to myself. He's like, okay. And I'm just like, you got this. You got this. Come on. And I was telling myself to slow my breathing down because the, I would start to hyperventilate if I, if I kept breathing the way I was. And if I hyperventilated, I was afraid I'd pass out. So we get to that point and all of a sudden I thought we were just about done and realized there was still one more mountain to climb, one more big hill to climb to get to the car. I thought it was like, oh my gosh, I thought this was the one. Have you ever done that where you're like, we're there, we're there, we're there. Oh no, there's one more thing to do. And I was just, I was burning in my thigh where my leg was rubbing raw and I was breathing hard and I was trying to slow my breathing down. I was trying to get a grip. I'm like, come on, you're fine. You're fine. Use your legs more. Stop using your arms because I use poles. And my hands were starting to hurt because I was gripping so hard. And I just had to slow myself down. And um, needless to say, I made it to the car. <laughs> Obviously, if I'm here talking to you, I made it. Yay. Um but I literally had to bend over. I thought, first I thought I was going to puke. I was like, no heat stroke, please no heat stroke. But then I was like, I'm going to pass out. Didn't. I got into the car, got into the seat, sat for a little bit and went, oh, thank God it's done. 
And it took a little while for my heart rate to come down. But I'll tell you what, again, the reason I do what I do is I was like, yes, you did it. You made it through. And my husband's like, we did that in less than an hour. So I did almost three miles hiking in less than an hour, which is huge. Um, And it was my best time. So I'm always competing with myself. I was so happy to see that because I was kind of feeling like I was stuck in a rut. All my walks have been kind of painful. Um, Walking is different than hiking because walking, I hit the same points every time. Every step is exactly the same. With hiking, you're constantly maneuvering your feet to step over rocks, you know, and, and climb and you get different feels. And I just, I don't, I don't mind having a hurt here and there once in a while zing me or something. With hiking, it just is once in a while and you can live with that. So I was really happy because I was kind of feeling a little bit down in the dumps the last couple weeks because it just wasn't improving like I wanted to. So this was a win for me, although it was grueling. Um, Mentally, it was really, um, it was really a good challenge for me because I had to turn my thinking around while I was hurting, physically, mentally hurting. Excuse me. And I also push myself beyond my limits. Um, I think the furthest I'd walked since our move and my new socket in the last couple of months was two miles. So this put me almost to three miles and that, that just made me feel really, really good. And so then I can come back and I'm like, yeah, didn't die. So that's good. And I, you know, broke a record of my own. So that's good. Personal best. That's, that's awesome. That's the win-win. But what ends up happening with me is after I'm completely broken down, beaten down, exhausted, and have no more energy left to do anything in any way, shape, or form, that's when I get to the heart of what's going on. First, the tears, because I was like, wow, you know, I did it. I'm tired. I'm feeling a little broken now, but I know that I will be better for it. And then I looked at my husband who was like, you did a good job. Way to, way to finish strong. And that's when I lost it. And I just thought, you know what? I am so lucky to have someone that's by my side. We've been together since we were 17. And he has been my biggest cheerleader, my biggest support system. He's been my rock. And I, I don't know what I would have done through all this journey without him. Sometimes he helps too much. And that's okay. I know where his heart is and it's always there to help me. But I'm stubborn and sometimes I have to tell him, you need to give me some space on this. I need to try it on my own. I need to, if it means falling on my face, I fall on my face. But that's what led me to this episode and the, the why in my life, the why in your life. And I thought, gosh, this is so perfect because you know what? There are so many times that we can get down in the dumps about what's going on in our life, that we forget that there's whys that are put into our lives to help us make the best of things. And so today I actually posted on my Instagram and my Facebook account a picture of my family, my two sons, my husband, and I said, thank you for being my why. If it weren't for all of them, The journey I had been on since 2013 would have been awful, scary, um, alone, miserable kind of time. 
And instead, they gave me a reason to get up every morning. They gave me a reason to try new things. Um, they gave me the challenge I needed to be the best I could be. And I am so, so grateful for that. The why in your life is the purpose in your life. Everyone has a purpose. Sometimes it's really hard to see. You know, it's kind of like seeing the forest through the trees kind of a scenario. But you need to stop every once in a while, especially when you're struggling in any shape or form, and just ask yourself, what am I here for? What am I doing this for? Sometimes that helps you get out of a rut. And for me, what I've tried to express to people I've talked to about going through amputation is whoever is there for you, whoever your support person is, your support system, please don't forget them in the midst of all of this. Because if you're struggling, it's hard on them. They're struggling. If the, your support really cares about you and loves you the way they should and the way you deserve to be, when you struggle and they see it, it hurts them. And they want to fix you. They want to help you. The other thing you've got to watch out for is your support system can burn out if they don't take time for themselves and if we don't show gratitude for all that we see. And I try to be really good at that around my, my family. I really do. But of course, life gets the better of us. We get wrapped up in our day-to-day -day and we get tired and we crash at night and we wake up in the morning. We do everything all over again. But today was one of those moments where I had been broken down to the bare minimum of me and then realized that I am here because I can be because of them, because of my husband, because he lets me know he sees how hard I'm working. And to me, that's really important for him. He knows that about me. Like I need him to see that I'm working really hard to be better and to live a life that we can actually enjoy, um, especially after he retires, whenever that may be, we want to be able to get out and enjoy. And, and if you don't know my story, in 2013, when I hurt my knee, I went through, um, you know, six years of surgeries and surgeries and surgeries and surgeries. And I was going nowhere. Like it was my bed, PT, you know, icing, PT, bed PT. I had gained weight. I had become, I, I, there was nothing I could do. The way my leg was not healing, I could do nothing, no activity. And that was really a struggle for me for a very long time. I coped well. Again, I think I coped better than I ever imagined I could um, because of my family. And I, I homeschooled through all that. So my kids were a part of every pain, every struggle, every tear, every victory in all those years. They went to every PT with me. They, they studied in hallways and in offices while I was in appointments. And they were always there cheering me on and making lunches. Even when they were little, they'd bring up peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for lunch at our lunch break when we were schooling. And um, again, I couldn't have done it without them. And they don't even understand 
the value that they had on my life and how they changed me at at those young ages. Um, they're 17 and 19 now, and this was back in 2013 when this all started. You know, so they were young, and um, they were just amazing for me. And my husband, who would be off at work all day, you know, bringing bring home the bacon, would also then have to come home and start laundry and get dinner started with the boys and you know the things that he went through I owe him a huge debt of gratitude and the way I show that is by getting back to a healthy strong lifestyle where I can then not needing to be supported so much but actually now joining in the activities that we want to enjoy the rest of our lives we hike we ski we walk we scooter we surf we swim and all those things I can do now. And that is thanks to them. So my why, what gets me out of bed every day is the things that mean the most to me. And I know my purpose in life right now is to enjoy this moment for what it's worth, for everything it's worth. I don't miss a beat. Every morning I watch my kiddo drive off to school and I let him know how much I love him every morning. My son who's in college, I will text him just every once in a while and just say, I'm thinking of you. And my husband today was the moment where I just looked at him in tears and just said, thank you for everything you've always done. You've always been there. <laughs> and I will lose it again here. All right. Um, it is my passion. I am very passionate about the people that I'm surrounded by, even the friends that have um, grown to be like family to me here in Arizona. Um, I, I couldn't do life without them. And they always check in on me and see how I'm doing or let me know that they're so proud of where I've, I've gotten to. And I'll tell you what, there's nothing that feels better than to know that people can recognize how hard the life is that have been dealt. But they see that I do it with a smile on my face, with faith stronger than any mountain that can be in front of me. And that's important. So what is your why? What makes you get out of bed every morning? And if you're struggling to find that, I, I, I would challenge you to spend some time in reflection and some quiet time to find out what's important. Because when you realize what's really important to you, something you would, or for someone you would do anything for, that may help you get out of bed in the morning. That may help you get through the struggles that you're going through, whether it's a medical struggle or a relationship struggle or whatever. You know, sometimes your why is the job you have. Sometimes your why is, um, you know, siblings, um, your family, your, a good friend who you see struggling and the least you can do is push forward for that person. But find your why. Find your purpose. We all serve a purpose here on earth. We are all uniquely and wonderfully made. We all have a reason and we are to serve something more than ourselves, even in the midst of our pain, even in the midst of our trials. There is something you can do, something wonderful and magnificent and lovely for somebody else just look for it. 
you know, I like to wrap up each one of my um, podcasts with um, a call to action. And I think you know what your call to action this week would be. Find your why. Post it. Put it somewhere, your mirror in the morning so you remember. Or maybe it's next to your bed. I know there were days I struggled to even find my purpose. And getting out of bed was miserable. I just remember every once in a while a day would come by and it would just suck my will to live. No reason any any and no reason for it, but it would just every once in a while an emotion that would just drag me into a dark space that told me I was no good and there was no reason for me, that I didn't serve any good purpose, I wasn't helping anybody. Maybe you're that person and maybe you're going through that right now. Put a post-it note right by your bed that when you wake up in the morning, maybe even add add a picture. Like for me, if it's my family, which it is, maybe I put that picture of all of us together just recently golfing together and enjoying time together. Um, Especially when we're all in separate worlds, kind of college and full-time high school and podcaster and, and worker. We all stopped to take time one day and we did a selfie And that is something that I would put next to my side of the bed so that when I open my eyes in the morning, that's my purpose. Whether it is to make their life a little bit better, to let them know that they are loved dearly no matter what happens in life, to show that you see the good that they've done all these years for you, whatever it is, So your call to action is find your why. And you know, I would really love to hear from you. You can reach out to me on on my website and tell me what your why is. You can um, email me from there. There's my emails on there. You could put it out on on Instagram. I have um, one of my Instagram um, accounts is BAWarrior360. So you could post it there. I'd love to hear your why. I want you to find it. I want you to really embrace it. And I want you to let that person or people or whatever it is know that they are the reason that you get up in the morning. You are, they are the reason that you get to do what you get to do and why you do what you do. And you know what? There is no greater satisfaction that even amidst our struggles and pain, We know everybody else is going through something too. We all do. That even when you take time to recognize there's a why in your life, that person will be so grateful that even amidst what you're going through, you were thinking about them. And I don't know, I I don't see anything negative at throwing that vibe out in the world right now when we could really desperately use positivity. So my challenge to you, I hope you accept it, is to find your why, find your purpose, and really embrace it. And just use that to fuel you, especially in the hard days. Yeah, let it be what gets you motivated, gets you moving, and puts a smile on your face and um, a, a happy step in your step. And I just pray that you are doing well that you're finding your purpose, that you see your why in life because you are loved and you do have a purpose. We all do. Sometimes it's hard to see it, 
but you do. I promise you, you all have a purpose. So until next time, be healthy, be happy, be you. Thank you.